Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 24 from verse 13 to verse 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation which you are holding with each other as you walk? They stood still and looking said, Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there these days? And he said to them, What things? Are they? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since this happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. And they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He appeared to be going further, but they constrained him, saying, Stay with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is now fast spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed it, broke it, gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished out of their sight. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road? While he opened to us the scriptures, and they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven gathered together, 
and those who were with them who said, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. Beautiful reading. There's so much in this text. The first one, it's, it's two of them, and we presume these are the disciples. They are on a way, on a road, going to a city, a village called Emmaus. This village is about seven miles, about 10 kilometers away from Jerusalem. And they are talking with each other about the things that have happened. And that's something important. And I want to start from there. There there is a group or there is a a project. They talk about an Emmaus experience. And part of my thinking when it comes to the Emmaus experience, it will be beautiful to do a reflection or a meditation with people Uh, based on the Emmaus experience. It's like the healing of memories. It's people who talk amongst themselves. They are talking with each other about the things that have happened. So I want to believe that part of this meditation would be that we come and we we talk. It's, It's like healing of memories and part of healing of memories is to have a narrative what's going on what has happened there's so much that has happened in the world there's so much that people are dealing with they've lost their loved ones they've lost their jobs they've lost their homes Divorce has been on the rise. Suicide. COVID. Now the floods. And now COVID floods and every other thing happens on top of the great things that have happened. Looting, crime, death, sickness, and many other things. Do you have a place where you can sit and talk about these things? Do you have people in your life that you can talk to? Where you can catch up and talk about what has happened in your life? What is it that has been happening? You know, one of the worst things and my greatest concern lies from the two years of lockdown and COVID. And I think as a church, as a community, as people of faith, we need to create an environment, a space where people are free to to go through those months of hard lockdown. And to actually share what actually happened. 
You know, when a crisis hits, you, you, you are faced with either flight or fight or flee. And so when, when, when lockdown began, nobody knew how long it will take. I mean, we, we thought it would be 21 days, as the president said, I think. And we soon realized 21 days, it's not going to cut it. A month is not going to cut it. Two months is not going to cut it. And, and unknown to us, we've gone close to a year, two years. But in the process, a lot happened. So on the road to Emmaus, it's about coming home to yourself. It's about making sense of the ordeal, of the crisis, of the things that have happened. And part of dealing with that is to talk about it. To talk about the abuse. To talk about the divorce. The looting, the breaking into homes, the death, the retrenchment, losing of jobs. To talk about the pain of giving birth to a stillborn. To talk about the pain of looking at your baby dying in ICU. The fear of being on a ventilator, not knowing whether you will live or not. The, the tragedy of seeing people around you dying. The frustration of being in an accident, the trauma of everybody else dying because of you. That is what we need to create and to talk about. We need to have a narrative. We need to help ourselves to heal. Heal as a church. Heal as a community. Heal as a society. Heal as a nation. And along the way, Jesus comes, but they cannot see him because they are so involved with their own suffering, their own pain. And then, my dear brothers and sisters, can still happen to us. Then we are only worried about ourselves. You know, it's survival of the fittest. And we literally are not aware what's going on around us. You know, I often look at the story of the, the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man was not in touch of the misery and the frustration of Lazarus. Or he chose not to be. He wasn't involved at all. And it can happen to us. That I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not involved. I'm, I'm not touched. I'm not moved. As long as I'm okay. As long as my family is okay. As long as my loved ones are fine. That's not it. That's not how to be a Christian though. I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. So far as you did it to the list of my brothers and sisters who did it to me. And so far as you neglected to do it to them, you neglected to do it to me as your Lord and God. So part of our healing is to tell a story. But part of that is to invite God. 
May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Queen of Heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. For he whom you did merit to bear. Alleluia. Has risen, as he said. Alleluia. Pray for us to God. Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary. Alleluia. For the Lord is truly risen. Alleluia. Let us pray. God, our Father, who gave joy to the world through the resurrection of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, grant that through the intercession of the Virgin Mary, his mother, we may obtain the joys of the everlasting life through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.